Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Joe Cook. Today I'm joined by Justin Wells for a regular Thursday conversation. Today we're going to go over some comments Steve Sarkeesian made on third Tuesday uh, about the edge positions, Jack and Buck, the defensive end positions, and progress that may be being made at those spots by a bunch of, well, second and first and second year players. Then we'll get into what Justin and I saw at Texas Relays, the annual event where people try to run as fast as possible. Yeah, that's a good description to track, but a lot of Texas top recruits there, skill position recruits were there. So we caught up with them and got some feedback from them. And then we'll go into a little bit of baseball as the Horns are 4-2 and two in Big 12 play and host Kansas State beginning tonight or this Easter weekend. So, Justin, it's raining here in Austin. I think it's raining across the country. Uh, is it raining up in the Piney Woods? It is. It actually started last night with a hailstorm that knocked our power out for about three hours. Um, and now it's just damn cold outside. I think we got a little cold front that came through. So, yeah, this weather sucks, uh, but it's not hot. It's not hot as hell yet. So I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah, I'm with you on my. Uh... My jackets are right there, and I'm about to have to get a couple out for the next few days. Uh, but um, even though it is raining, uh, Texas can still practice. I think they're practicing as we're recording this in the bubble. But uh, Tuesday after practice, Steve Sarkeesian was available to the media, and I was there. And you know, one of the big storylines at a certain position is is edge. I think if you go around the defense, you you know who the the names are uh, at most of these spots. Defensive tackle, that's pretty set. Uh, linebacker, you know Jalen Ford has one, and there's about two or three guys contending for the other Will spot. Uh, you know who, you know you know who the names are battling for, uh, you know to replace Deshaun Jameson, uh, to replace Anthony Cook. You know Jalen Catalan transferred in, but at the edge spot, it's a lot of guys who, really aside from Baron Sorrell, are pretty unproven on standard down play. So I think at the beginning of spring, someone asked Steve Sarkeesian, you know, what's your, what are you looking for out of edge? And he said, I hate, you know, basically he'd go into it and say, aside from Baron Sorrell, we don't really know what's there. And even a week later, and I think right after spring break, something like that, he was still like, okay, I'm not sure what's there. Yeah. So I asked him again on Tuesday uh, for guys who had been making progress. And I think it's, it's a pretty, positive sign that Baron Sorrell has been the the consistent name mentioned uh, when we're talking about edge spots, but it seems like there are two or three others who are starting to make progress alongside of them, and that's led by Ethan Burke. Yeah, Ethan Burke is, has been kind of a, a, a little bit of a storyline this spring, uh, how he's kind of asserted himself uh, running with the ones at times. You know, he was a guy that uh, they flipped late in the cycle last year. Who um, came in? You know, he was wanted to play lacrosse. Uh, he that was kind of his backstory, and and it turned out that uh, football was going to be his 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 path. Uh, committed to Michigan, and then, like I said, late late right before signing day, decided to become a Longhorn. Now there's a pretty big Westlake feel. Uh, on that side of the ball <laughs> with, with him and Connor Vosick and, and, and Michael Taffy and those guys. But um, 
I, you know, at some point, that's what spring ball's for, Joe. You want some some of these guys to step up and take spots. You you, you don't want anything handed. And I love how Sark has built the competition at each position, and 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 you see that at edge. Now with Baron Sorrell, that's kind of you know I'm 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 one of the biggest fans of Sorrell. You know that. Um, last year, I thought he really flashed. Um, as you can tell, Rubble's a fan as well because he can't get comfortable. Uh, Sorrell, huge man. The guy at different times, you know, was, was making plays left and right. Had a couple games with sacks and. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You want someone to jump up and grab that spot, Joe, because ultimately on defense, if you can disrupt the quarterback, you can disrupt an offense. And that's what these guys need to do. They were really good at getting to the quarterback last year. They just weren't that good at getting on the ground. Another year with Sorrell, another year with Justice Finkley, hopefully developing, uh, you know, trying to learn how to shed the wash a little better. And then Ethan Burt popping up. Look, someone was going to take that job, and it might as well be the 6'5", you know, 250-pound kid out of Westlake. Yeah, so there's there's a good amount of, you know, like we said, there's a good amount of names, and Burke and Sorrell kind of thrust their name to the top of the list. But there's also one of my favorite players, at least coming out of the when he was signed in that 2022 class, was Jamon Tapp. Yeah. A guy who had a lot of fun playing football and had a motor but needed some – technical refinement i think he's at that buck spot justice finkley's a little odd because you know he got a lot of backup snaps at jack the field side uh but he's been working some at buck as well and still hasn't been able to uh take over i guess uh for ethan burke i know there's going to be a lot of questions about colton vosick especially after he was flipped um from oklahoma but that's just a, probably a case of a player, you know, enrolling early, still having a lot of physical development left. Yeah. Um, and while he may get some opportunities uh, this upcoming year, it may look a lot like what Burke did last year. Burke played a lot of special teams. I think he was a lot. A lot of it was on <laughs> on kickoff return uh, as a blocker. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Vosick does that because he's still got some physical development left to do. Uh, to be ready to, you know, bang against. Vosick shows up in better shape than Burke did as well at this time last year. So um, definitely a lot of of options, and that's probably that and Will Linebacker's a defensive uh, uh, position to track. Um, Steve Sarkeesian kind of talked – he didn't talk about it in in relation to uh, the edge position, but just in general he talked a little bit about the portal – is that a place where you could see Texas try to add somebody uh, in the in the upcoming spring window, which, if if you weren't aware, um, is on April fifteenth through thirtieth for Division One football? Absolutely, I think, it, and that's not saying they're definitely looking for someone, or they're definitely going to take someone, or they know that someone's going to show up in there. In this day and age, you always look. In the portal, you're always looking to churn the bottom of your roster. You're always looking to add talent and or depth, and that's a lot of what the portal's for. And, and it's been Texas has been a benefactor of that over the last couple of years. 
So, yes, I do. I don't think there's an emphasis like there was the last two years, though. I think these these guys, especially Sark, really like their squad. They like their team. They like who they've got. I, I, I don't think there's, there's that much of a priority put on it. Now, are there going to be a handful of guys from Texas that hit the portal when it opens? Yes. It's the way this portal works these days. Every school is going to lose a handful of guys. And, and, and I think Sark was almost trying to brace people for that in the, over the next few weeks, even though maybe the casual fan doesn't understand it. Yeah, you're going to lose some guys, and it's not a, it's not an indicator of a bad program. It's just the way the world is. Either some guys don't assert themselves and become starters and or rotational parts, or they just need a fresh start and decide they want to go down the road. And so the portal, it, it's not as important as it was the last two years. You're not going to see him grab a coin yours. You're not going to see a Ryan Watts. You're just not – that's not going to be the guy. They got their guy earlier this year in A.D. Mitchell. If they if you wanted a portal splash, they made that already. Um, adding someone is always, in, is always in the mix, Joe. You know that, but I don't – this is the first spring where I don't feel like there's an emphasis on any certain position or certain player spot, so to speak. And so this is a different vibe this year at the end of this spring. The only expectation I feel like with the portal now will be in the next few weeks, Texas is going to lose a handful of guys because they're going to essentially want a fresh start and move on. But I don't see them being anyone other than backups, not even backups, maybe backups of backups at, at, the, at the least. And so the portal always giveth and it always taketh away. Yeah, definitely be something to watch starting basically the night of the spring game or the day after. I think Texas is over the 85-man limit, so it's got to happen anyway. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, it's just part of it. So good talk about Edge there. Uh, let's get into a little bit of discussion about Texas Relays. Always one of the fun events for us because it, it's not it's pretty easy for us to get in contact with a lot of the top <laughs> recruiting targets uh, at skill positions. Um, and especially, you know, some guys who make it out of state. And I, I do want to briefly talk about Gatlin Bear. Um, yeah. We don't talk about Idaho recruits that often, but when they run a 10-1, uh, even though it was just outside being win legal, uh, and he follows it up with a win legal 10-2, you pay attention. Gatlin Bear, six foot two from Idaho. Um, I looked up where Burley is. It's just a, an hour or so north of Salt Lake City. Uh, so he's from that part of the country. And he has offers from all over. And, and Texas is fighting for a spot uh, in his top five. And, you know, when you hear a guy run, runs a 10-1 and, uh, you know, stuff like that, you always wonder, oh, is he going to do track? Uh, but he told me that he wants to he wants to be great at what he does. And he, he kind of realized that if he does two things at once, then, you know, maybe a little bit tough for him to to be great at both things. So he may he may end up focusing on football, but – Texas is fighting for a spot in his top five. Uh, he did visit the facilities before he competed, uh, but Texas is battling the likes of Georgia and Oregon and Michigan and Nebraska, um, and of course, you know UCLA. And as a he's a member of the LDS Church, so of course Utah, uh, BYU, um, and even Boise State close by have a have a pull for him. But Justin still an interesting player, especially with uh, guys like, and we'll go into this too, Micah Hudson just from up the road, uh, Bryant Wesco, also just from up the road, that Texas is still showing interest in a, you know, a, a, a bear who comes from a family of athletes and 
from a place that Texas doesn't really venture to very often. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Hey, anytime you see a kid from Burley, Idaho, run a 10-1-8 and a 10-2, people tend to notice. Uh, and, and, and for good reason. This is a big kid, you know, the quintessential five-star athlete. I guess you'd say, in my opinion, obviously a four-star rated football player. But, man, you know, there's not a lot of kids doing what he can do. Between him and Nicholas Harbour, we saw two yeah. of the best athletes in the United States, period. And that's one of the cool things about Relays. It's it's a content machine. There's so many priority kids that we get to see up close and personal. But also you get to see him compete with some of the best in the country. And, and, and it brings out the best in them. A lot of times I've learned in track over the years that, you know, the guys you run against sometimes bring out bring out a quicker speed, a, a quicker pace, a better time. And so, um, but just getting to see a guy like Gatlin Barr running in, in, in person was fun. Getting to see Nicholas Harbor, the big the big athlete run, the 2023 on three number one athlete in the country uh, run was also big. I mean, you're talking about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six guy running in the 10'3", 10'2", 10'3". It's just ridiculous. Um, and, and, you 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 want to say, hey, Texas has a shot at Gatlin Bar. They brought him in on unofficial. They've offered him. There's some interest on both sides. But this is just a hill that may not get climbed, Joe. I mean, when you add in the fact that he's an LDS guy and that's that's likely going to happen, BYU and Utah make a lot of sense with those kids often. And then you got Oregon and Georgia who are both selling him on track and football and or football. But like you said, he wants to do one so he can – Get it, be the best that he can. Essentially, um, the guys that were there that that you can that you want to feel good about if you're a Texas fan is a Micah Hudson and a Selman Bridges and a Bryant Wesco, and, and and then you've got guys that they that they have to play a little catch up with, which which is a, a Corey and Gibson and a Terry Bussey, and then you got a Caden Durham, which is uh, one of the Texas offers earlier this year. Uh, 5'9", running back out of Duncanville, who busts off a 10-4-4. And so you think instantly that's a guy that, that, that can contribute, and there's a reason the Horns have recruited him a little bit. And so um, it's always fun. Uh, I think the champion of the Texas Relays is the guy that brings the sunscreen. Uh, you know, that it, it, it's, it, it can be a little cooker down there. Uh, but just, I mean, we see the kids coming off the track and they're just, these are some of the best in shape athletes in, 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 in the state. And they are, they're, they're done. They're, they're, they're toast. It's fun. It, you get to let them catch their breath. Um, but man, it, it is a lot of fun. I tell you what, watching DeCorey and Moore on that Duncanville relay, that's the 2025 wide receiver. I think he's number two or number three in the country. Huge Texas priority. It's just it's fun seeing these guys compete at this level. Uh, I was fortunate enough; I had two of my my uh, nephew and a and my niece were able to run uh, on on Friday and Saturday, and that's always cool when, when you got family down there competing. But I, I look forward to it every year. It's something I used to not pay a lot of attention to, Joe, because I used to just not get into track that much. 
Uh, but now when I've learned it's such an emphasis for college coaches because they love uh, prospects that run track, that compete, that, 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 you know, give them real times. And so it, it, it was always a blast being there, getting to hang out and, and see these kids compete and, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply and load up and, and get a lot of intel on, on where these kids might be going over the next few months, where their timelines are, and when these official visits start to happen. Yeah, and so, you know, in addition to Bear and, and Harbor and some of those other guys and seeing all the really cool stuff that gets to go on at at Texas Relays, uh, we had some notes over this week over at Inside Texas, and uh, if you sign up right now, you can get $1, uh, and it will get you four months of access um, and some of those notes included Intel and the two biggest targets, probably at their positions, uh, one Micah Hudson, one Selman Bridges, uh, both from Temple Lake Belton, uh, and both two high priorities for the Longhorns. What did they tell you uh, when you had the chance to, to interact with them over the weekend? Micah Hudson's taking his time. Guys, buckle up. It's a marathon. This one's going to take – Is it? this one's going to go the distance – Texas, it's Texas versus the field, in my opinion. Texas Tech looks really good. They are all hands on deck, and they've done a tremendous job building relationships. He'll see Alabama soon. He'll see Ohio State soon. He'll start setting up his officials probably in June. Um, Texas is in a great spot. Chris Jackson is a great communicator. They're, they're, they're holding court right now. You just got to hang on because this, this one's going to take the distance. His teammate, Selman Bridges, was really interesting. You know, he's a kid that was, I think, ranked in the 350 range in January. Now he's in the top 50 in the country after people started figuring out that the six foot four, 175 pound corner uh, can do a lot of things on the football field. And so I asked Selman, you know, if have you and Micah ever spoke about playing at the next level together? You know, it's package deals rarely happen, but, 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 you know, teammates often think about that, fantasize about it and actually talk about it. And every once in a while it comes to fruition. And he said, no, they really don't. He said, but if there was one school that he could see themselves both playing at, he said, Texas. And I know Bridges in Texas have been close. I know Steve Sarkeesian has taken over that has been the primary contact in that recruitment since it began when they offered him in late January a phenomenal basketball player, great athlete on the track and and, and, act, and does a lot of things recruited at, at corner. But they also like his versatility to potentially play nickel and or safety. A lot of these DBs, Joe, in this cycle are getting the cross training cell. They're getting that look. We like you at a lot of these spots. You're a great athlete. You're smart. You're versatile. We want to be able to try to fit you into pieces here and there. And Bridges is one of those guys. I mean, at 6'4", He's almost too tall to be a corner. You're you're at that. The NFL covets that six two type guy, and Bridges is is, is extending that just a little bit more. Uh, Texas is still in a great position, but so you know he's he's really new to this. So you got Arkansas, you got Tennessee, a TCU trip is coming up, 
And so th- there's going to be a handful of guys they have to battle for that. I fully expect an official visit this summer. And I think Texas is the leader right now. But I also feel like that's also in the infancy, infancy stages. Yeah, it should be a fun one to track. Someone, uh, I'll be able to go up there. I know you've got some, made some trips to Lake Belton. So should be one we we get to put our eyes in front of, or get to put our eyes on plenty, plenty over the course of the next few months. So uh, that'll be good for our uh, uh, Texas Relays discussion. Um, I know we talked about baseball. We'll see what happens with this weather. It is a rainy, rainy day. Uh, here in Austin. Of course, the only dirt on Dishfalk Field is the pitcher's mound. So it's not going to be a, a muddy surface so long as they so long as they cover that. But hey, if it's thundering and it's lightning, then they may not get that first game of the series in with with Kansas State. But you know, Justin, you know, I, I watch a lot of baseball. I saw them fall uh late versus Oklahoma State, but you know after seeing a team that you saw go to Omaha two years in a row, how do you think the the horns are handling in the, the way that they've played this season? And what are you looking for this weekend? How have they handled the rebuilding year? Um, pretty well, pretty well. When you slap in a 15 game winning streak, that always adds a, a sweeter taste uh, at the end of it. Um, but now once you hit big 12 play, this is where it gets real. This is where people start to separate. Obviously, uh, the Texas Tech series win was huge because that's a really good team. Uh, but a lot of these teams in the Big 12 are solid, you know, top to bottom. And so Oklahoma State's always a salty out. That's always a, a, a tough a tough battle. Now Kansas State, you know, heads to town. And, and that's a team you can't, you can't overlook. Uh, over the years, they, they built a pretty good program uh, from, you know, feels like, feels like from scratch. And so – um, that's the beauty of this conference. Uh, you know, it, it's always competitive. I like that. I think the identity for Texas is starting to take shape. And, and, and you think, well, what is that? Well, we, we, we see they still have good pitching. We still the bullpen has been pretty solid. I know Zane Morehouse has been solid coming out of there. I love LeBaron Johnson as, as a starter. I know some of the times we've seen him in a midweek guy, but I, I think he's got a lot of upside. And then you've got guys like Porter Brown, who is, I mean, he loved going to College Station and, and giving it to former coach Schlossnagel, you know, when they were up at TCU. Uh, Dylan Campbell's got that stroke. Uh, it, it's a fun bunch. It's not as talented. And you know this. I'm not telling you anything new. It's not as talented as last year's bunch that, that, that made, the, or even the year before that, that made those runs. But they've got some young guys that are really good, and it, it's kind of you know filling out, seeing who can be guys at the next level over the next few years, who are going to be all conference types. And so, give Pearson those guys credit. It feels like a rebuilding year, but even in a rebuilding year at Texas, that doesn't necessarily you're not allowed that, so to speak. Um, the, the expectations for baseball are always super high. I think he's getting a lot out of these guys, Joe. I knew I knew it was going to be a tough start to the year, but they're they're finding confidence, they're finding some leaders, and at the end of the day, they're still competing at a high level, even though they lost so many guys over the last two teams. I don't think I can put it much better than that. Kansas State this weekend uh, starts on Thursday night. Friday, and then Saturday afternoon. So thank you again for watching. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like this video. Uh, we bring in, 
pretty much every day here on On Texas Football between me, Justin, Bobby, Paul, Eric, Ian, Jerry, everybody. Uh, make sure you check out Inside Texas. $1 will get you four months of access, so that gets you all the way through the spring, gets you portal updates, gets you re recruiting official visits and more team info over the course of the summer. Never been a better time to check us out. Thank you for watching this video. Justin, thank you as always. Thank you to our producer, Matthew Hutchinson. And I'm Joe Cook. We will see you next time on On Texas Football. Thank you for watching. For more videos on Texas football, recruiting, and other sports, make sure you click the like button and subscribe to the channel to get the very latest updates. Uh, thank you for watching again and hook them.